Welcome to the Teacher Blogs Podcast, a podcast for teachers who have more time to listen than to read. This is a podcast that amplifies the voices of education writers that are seen, read, but need to be heard. If you've written a blog post that you'd like me to consider featuring here, please message me at teacher underscore blogs on Twitter. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, and I'm so glad that you're joining me on this episode. Let the learning begin. Today's blog post was written and read by Riley Duick. You can read it on the Teachers on Fire magazine on Medium. You can also connect with Riley on Twitter at Mr. Riley Duick or on Instagram at Riley Golden Boy. Now, here's Riley's blog post, slowing down but not turning off. Slowing down but not turning off, a first-year teacher's experience with summer break. Normally discussions around productivity frustrate me as I find them a bit too centered on self-glorification, and yet here I am writing a blog post on teacher summer productivity. I've had 13 summer breaks as a K-12 student and 4 summer breaks as a university student, but this is my first as a teacher. Summer 2019 is the first summer where I haven't felt the pressure of finding a part-time job or registering for a summer school class, and the hype around that is real. As excited as I am to not worry about the following workday, I do find it easy to relax, sleep in, and resist the temptation of thinking forward to the next school year. Slowing down. Stranger Things 3 has had me glued to my couch for a portion of time as well as my latest download of Stardew Valley on my Nintendo Switch. A lot of productivity gurus would lament my time as being wasted in media indulgences, but if I'm honest, those indulgences were so important for me as I exit my first class and enter summer break. These activities brought me a lot of joy and they helped me slow down as I found time to revel in my relaxation. At the same time, I recognize that it's hard to get off the couch once you've sat down. There have been moments already this summer where all I wanted to do was continue to water virtual crops in my virtual Nintendo farm. You'll just have to trust me that Stardew Valley is actually a lot of fun. As fun as it is, what does this mean for my summer if I never leave the couch? Not turning off. I still want to learn and grow as a person and as an educator during my time away from school. The motivator I've found all has to do with learner choice. The summer gifts a vast array of time to a teacher, and for me, the options of what I will do with that time keeps me ecstatic. I'm thrilled to be in a place where I can read that professional development book I never had time for between September and June and I rejoice in finding time to hone my speaking side hustle and podcasting as there wasn't much time to hobby during the school year. The thought of jumping into hobbies I've missed for 10 months motivates me off the couch. Staying on track. On the other hand, I'm an Enneagram 7, so the thought of all these activities excites me But, my problem is actually finishing the book that I started, or continuing my side hustle. This is where learner choice no longer helps the situation. If I love the activities that I've chosen, but lose motivation easily, I might as well stay on the couch. 
In response to that, and I can't believe I did this, given my attitude towards productivity conversations, I made a productivity spreadsheet. I found the books I wanted to read and I spread them out through the summer. I'm currently in a Rachel Held Evans book club, so I made a column dedicated to each week's reading. In addition, I've been reading the Brothers Karamazov since January 2018, so I made four columns for the four chapters I'd like to read each week. Finally, my professional development reading for the summer is one of David I. Smith's books, and I'd like to read a chapter a week. Aside from reading, I have exercise that I'd like to be doing, German I'd like to be learning, and YouTube videos I'd like to be making. I've set reasonable goals and crossed out weeks where I'll be away on holiday or at work. Checking up on this spreadsheet has kept me accountable so far. I now pray that I'll continue to check it for the next weeks. And if I don't, it's only my first year with a teacher's summer break. I have many future years to improve. I hope your summer stays productive. You can find me on Twitter at Mr. Riley Duick and online at RileyDuick.com. just heard Slowing Down But Not Turning Off, a post written and read by Riley Duick. You'll find this article on the Teachers on Fire magazine on Medium. You'll find Medium at medium.com or on your Medium app. If you're listening to this podcast on a mobile app, you should find a direct link to the blog post in the show notes. You can also connect with Riley on Twitter at Mr. Riley Duick or on Instagram at Riley Golden Boy. If you enjoy the content you heard in this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and follow me on Twitter at teacher underscore blogs. I'm your host, Tim Cavey, thanking you for joining me today and hoping you'll be back for more right here on the Teacher Blogs podcast. Mm-hmm.